With the outbreak of COVID-19, global equity markets corrected significantly in March. But in April, investors again started flocking around risky asset classes and the risk on sentiment saw a further uptick in May. Markets showed confidence towards a strong cohesive world response to COVID-19 as G4 central banks came together to help the ailing economy by pumping in massive liquidity of 6 trillion US dollars. But in India, challenges have just increased due to an escalation of the India-China border conflict. However, our markets have not yet reacted negatively so far. But how long will Indian markets rally last? To understand that and more, I am joined by Sudhakar Shanbagh, Chief Investment Officer at Kotak Mahindra Life Insurance Company. Hi Mr. Shanbagh, welcome to the show. Hi. So my first question is how risky is the geopolitical tension for Indian markets at the moment as India China border disputes continue At the outset in this background of COVID-19 no nation can afford to escalate geopolitical issues since both the nations being discussed are nuclear powers the repercussions of any escalations are unimaginable from a market point of view The current view is that there would be no escalations and hence we do not see any major reactions as of now. Despite the border clashes markets have shown resilience. What are the markets sniffing actually? Any positive developments there? The equity markets have discounted no growth or earning increase during FY21 and are now focused on FY22 and FY23. If we look at FII data over the last 3 years we saw about 54000 crores inflow in 2017 about 34000 crores outflow in 2018 and 82000 crores inflow during 2019 whited number of 2020 is a negative 18000 crores where we saw huge outflow in march 2020 however in april and may we have seen reasonable inflows if we look at economic outlook for the world it's in the negative territory for most countries from a less than 3% growth expected pre covid 19 india due to its medium term growth potential and favorable demographics will remain in the allocation radar of most foreign investors who are looking for such opportunities there is no reason to believe that this focus in india is going to change materially since covid has impacted the world and not india alone okay point taken but how long do you think indian markets rally will last if i have to ask you have indian markets become insensitive towards bad or unfavorable news 
the equity markets by nature are future discounting and as discussed earlier they are now focused on fy22 and 23 there can be volatility in the near term and we see a range of about 9000 to 10500 on the nifty markets are sometimes built on the wall of worries so what according to you are the immediate and long term big challenges for indian markets now that indian markets have not reacted to the geopolitical tensions in fact indian markets uh, as most analysts say that are reacting to the global developments are actually following the global markets you think indian markets will actually do some corrections or will have a reality check maybe next quarter or by the end of this fiscal the market will react to any incremental data that it comes across the concern for the market is if the economy recovery is delayed more than what is expected at the moment the downside risks are seen if there is a second wave of infection as the economy opens up as well as if the trade tensions between us and china are escalated again there is also an upside possibility if a vaccine or any medicine is found in the near term okay but do you think markets may fall to march lows if businesses do not manage to pivot to the new situation or recover to pre covid levels at least because a lot of channel six definitely say that uh, the demand for coal has increased demand for electricity has increased traffic on the road have increased but businesses have not yet started to limp back to what we saw in march how long and difficult this journey is going to be markets can test the march lows if we do see a second round of infections and no vaccine or medicine is available till then currently markets believe that the solution to the virus will be available over the next 9 to 12 months and the economy would recover as we open up over this time and grow from there on okay but despite all the challenges and despite all the lows that we saw in march and markets definitely have kind of risen from there but of course we are far far behind the levels that we saw in january but despite all the negativity despite all the challenges few sectors are kind of becoming favorite for analysts and uh, few sectors are also outperforming the benchmarks what according to you are the most favorite sectors now and which sectors are you betting and if also if you can add why are this sector so favorite to you we are focused on companies which have a strong balance sheet free cash flow generation abilities less financial leverage and in the current environment a flexible cost structure specifically we are focused on specialty chemicals based on the expectations of production shifts from china and since indian companies have strong knowledge and experience in chemistry insurance sector due to increased savings pool low capital requirement and no asset quality issues unlike banks pharma due to low regulatory challenges expected from us fda and stable growth outlook and cement due to focus on housing and infrastructure in the country 
So one last question, Mr. Shanbagh, before I let you go, actually. Among all the asset classes, uh, which according to you will give the best returns probably uh, by the end of this year, uh, because as we know, gold prices have been rising. Gold, of course, is uh, kind of a risk aversive and people uh, uh, get into gold or they hoard cash when there's most risk, high amount of risk uh, in the economy. Uh, do you think uh, the scenario will change in 20 by the end of this year or which asset class will give better returns? Near term or one year is a very short period for markets. In the longer term, equity returns are a function of economic growth and the underlying company's delivery in terms of earnings. If we look at long-term risk-adjusted returns of equity as an asset class, its ability to deliver over the risk-free rates in the form of risk premium is far higher than any other asset class. It is also proven that entry points do not matter when we look at long-term equity investing. Having said that, Debt also forms an integral part of any asset allocation philosophy. For the immediate term, if we can focus on the stocks in the sectors discussed earlier, it would help. All right, Mr. Shanbagh, thanks a lot for talking to us. It has been really a pleasure and great insightful conversation. Thanks for having me on your program. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemint.com or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.